Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church as we interview our members and other friends of the ministry. At this point in the program, we also want to personally invite you to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We do have two services, the first at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. COVID safety protocols are in place at both. We'd love to see you at either. We also have, during our 9 a.m. service, a live stream, which you can find at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, in Matthew 7, verses 21 to 23, the tragedy of misplaced faith. Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris, and half a day to those that are listening. We're glad that you joined us today. The passage that we come to this week in our study in the Sermon on the Mount is uh, the real, we're getting pretty close, and I think the intensity of each of these texts is really uh, moving up as Jesus finishes this sermon. But verses 21 through 23 of chapter 7 uh, talk about this, what I, which I think might be familiar to a lot of our listeners. And it just says that not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then Jesus says, on that day, many will say to me, uh, have we not prophesied in your name? And in thy name have we cast out devils? And in your name have done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. It's a sobering text, and we want to come to it and understand exactly what Jesus said, why he felt like this was so important. So yeah, Chris, as you mentioned, the tragedy of misplaced faith. And we'd like to invite you to come and hear what God's Word has to say about this very important passage. Well, I'm glad to have a couple more of our fifth-year senior guys at HPBC, Harvest Baptist Bible College. A few weeks ago, you may have heard as we introduced our pastoral majors, men that are in uh, the pastoral uh, track. Uh, Today, I have four more of our senior guys that are in the education track, and I thought I'd get it that we would be interested in getting a chance to hear from them. Um, hearing their story and what God has done in their lives over the last few years. So welcome, you guys. I'm glad that you're here, first of all. Um, And maybe we can start off by having you introduce yourself. Let us know where you're from, and if you tell us real quick how God brought you to HBBC. All right, we'll start with you, Joy. Okay. My name is Joy Burden. I'm from the island of Juke. God brought me here through my brother. He graduated from HBBC. His name is Denmer Burden. And um, he's the one that really encouraged me to come here. To be honest, I've always wanted to come here. But as I grew up, things changed. I started to do what my friends do. So that's how I got off track. But in all those, God still um, brought me back here where I really wanted to be in the first place. So to make it short, I'd say um, my dad, he was a pastor at a Protestant church, but he left it so he can go be at uh, Mike's church, Pastor Mike in Juke. Mm-hmm. So that's how um, we got connected with Mike. But at that time, I was already getting ready to go to college, so I didn't really get a chance to spend my time there at the church. But God really used uh, people, my family, 
to encourage me to come here even though those times I, I didn't want to come here but here I am speaking right now and it's all because of God's grace and his plan for my life. Yeah, here you are and five years later, right? <laughs> how awesome is that? It's awesome how God leads us. All right, Tom. Well, my name is Tom from the island of Chuk. God brought me here through my brother as well. Uh, his name is Joseph. He graduated from here and he also encouraged me to come here. And I didn't expect that I'm gonna attend this college, but same as uh, Joy, my brother really encouraged me to come here. So I will be able to see what God has planned for me for my life. Awesome, Tom. I'm gonna ask all of you guys here in a minute some of the things that God's taught you and what your plans are. So looking forward to hearing that. Richie? My name is Richie Irwebul. I'm from the island of Yap. I came here through my pastor because I started church as a young kid, so I've been to church for many years. So as I grew up, I had decisions to go to other colleges, but my family knew that my behavior wasn't, you know, good to go to the colleges, so they blocked me off and asked me to come here because they think this is a safe environment, and it is very true. It's safe. Yeah, it's been safe, and again, God's done some amazing things in your life. All right, Stephen? My name is Stephen Lemarak from the island of Yap. I grew up in a Catholic family. So in my high school year, and then I tried to attend COM, and then I also took the test for harvest. And then my mom asked me which one I have to pick, and then I asked her that whichever result comes first, then I'll go for the college that they accept me. So it turns out that harvest gave me the acceptance letter first, <laughs> and then I received the COM acceptance letter as well, but the decision has been made that whichever comes first, I have to take it. Then I came here in HBBC, but before that, I heard about it, but I didn't know like how does it look like or how does the people here, like I don't know anyone, but here I am serving the Lord, that the Lord worked in my life. I didn't know that I can do such thing that the Lord can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, only God's work, right, in all of our lives. But for each of you to go through, you know, this, these are fifth-year seniors, so each one of you have really worked hard and stayed faithful. And I'm excited about graduation, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's hard to believe as a great reward for the work that you guys have all put in. Let me start with this, because I know this is really fresh on your minds. Riggi, maybe you could help us out. Your class... How many students are in the class with guys and girls all together? 11. Okay. There's 11 in the class, and you guys just finished a senior trip. It's sort of traditional for our fifth-year seniors to do a retreat trip. Ridgie, why don't you tell us about that and why it's important to you guys? Well, it's very important because um, we come together and think of all the things that we went through together, and here we are, praise the Lord. We come together as a class and you know, share more about godly things and what he has been doing in our lives. And it's very important to us because it's a time that we look at each other as a family. So our love toward each other. Yeah, you guys got off campus. Uh, you stayed at a condo away from campus. You spent some time eating together and sharing together and went on a boat ride a couple hours, right? 
Yes. So really was a sweet time for you. And it was, I had a chance to be a little part of that. And it was awesome to hear you talking about. I was so moved that evening by you guys sharing what God has done in your life and the things that he's taught you. Maybe I can play on that a little bit. Ridgie, you said that this class is a family. And I hear that quite a bit among our HBBC students. You guys, I mean, these are your brothers, right, here in this room, and not just in this room, other classes, and uh, these are your sisters. Tell me about what that means to you guys as far as this is a family. Maybe I'll have you all share on this. Let's start with you again, Joy. What does it mean that, I mean, this is a family here? As for me, it is very true what you said, that we always call each other brothers and sisters. We are a family here. Even though um, the amazing part is we are, we're all from different islands. Right. When we came here, we didn't know any anyone, maybe few from our islands, but not that close. But um, as we be here, get to know each other. And um, the thing is, uh, family is we all serve the same God and uh, we're all part of God's family. And that's that's like usually the main point why we call each other brothers and sisters because we're all children of God. And that I think for me, that's something that I will hold on to even if I leave this place. All of these students here, HBBC, they will always be my family no matter what. And just um, a side note <laughs> for the guys, man, our, our bond in the dorms is just really amazing. And that's something that I will never trade it for something else. Mm. The brotherhood we have is so amazing and it's uplifting and encouraging to have that kind of bond with people from different island, different culture, and a different background. Yeah, that's awesome. Tom? Well, I'm thankful that uh, I'm part of this family because for me, I would say that um, I'm really thankful for my brothers and sisters because they help me out a lot where I'm down, and they always come and they encourage me out, and I'm really thankful for, for this family at HPPC. Uh, Amen. For me, I would say it's uh, because we share the same God and also because we live in the same dorm. Mm -hmm. Living together is very, you know, something if you're living with people for a long time, you feel like they're part of your life. And whenever there's... Both good and bad, right? I mean... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> When uh, the first year comes, it's like they immediately become our family. We care for them because, you know, we are used to it. And it's different when we're here and out there. Mm -hmm. We have something different than the other world, outside the world, because we do other things. But here it's different. We come together. There are certain things we cannot wear, certain things we cannot do. And that helped us build something different mm -hmm. with love. Yeah. Awesome. Steven? I'll say that what my other brother said, because we serve the same God and we call him Father. So as I mentioned, when I first came here, I don't know anyone. So I think that I'm like all by myself. I don't have like a blood-related person in here. But as time goes by and here we are in like as a senior, we serve five years together and then we end up that we call ourselves family and the bond grow more stronger and stronger. And to build up on that, I'll just say this. We first came here and we met as stranger, but now that we're about to leave this campus, we're gonna be graduating as a family. And that's just one thing that really keeps my focus on 
the people here and HBBC is a big part of like a piece of my life that when someone asks me how it's going to be a highlight of my life. Mm-hmm. So that's how I will view HBBC and my brothers here. Amen. Yeah, it really is an amazing thing. Those are not just words. I know that these are family, brothers and sisters. And it's been amazing for me to be connected with many HBBC alumni and also HBBI, Harvest Baptist Bible Institute, over the years, more than 25 years now of graduates. And those family connections remain, right? So it's not just the students that you're together here with. You feel like there's a connection with those who have gone before you and have kind of walked the same paths that you guys have. I know, Joy, you started with this, but I really love this idea that you guys from very different backgrounds, different islands that wouldn't have necessarily ever met together or spent time together, but the bonds that have been created, even in the diversity that you have from your islands is really, really a cool thing. And I I know I tell you guys this all the time, it's something that you'll treasure forever, those relationships. Well, let me ask you about just maybe a highlight of your five years here. What's the thing that you've liked most about being here or even that God has taught you most? Let's go the opposite way, Reggie. Let's start with you this time. It's safe. And also it's different when you're here and outside you're doing it's safer because we're not doing like drugs and things like that. Here we're just, you know, fellowship with one another and so kindness and love, even though sometimes, you know, we can get in, you know, trouble <laughs> all right tom for me i like this place because it's surrounded by believers and uh, it really helped me to keep moving on my uh, spiritual growth god teach me to uh, stay faithful in his work that's an awesome lesson that will bear fruit in your life to be able to stay faithful in his word to feed you all right stephen I'll say that uh, my highlight throughout the HBBC is mostly the spirit days because we always play sport. And that's one thing that I see that we get to fellowship with one another. But at the same time, when we play, it's not like the other people that they play for, for competition or for a trophy, but we play just to have fellowship with each other. And that's one thing that I will uh, say that's a highlight for HBBC with me and of course, the peoples that I'm surrounded with, Christians and brothers and sisters, and like we always exalt one another because we love one another. And that's one thing that I really like about HBBC. I haven't heard any of you talk about your classes yet, so I'm waiting to hear about that. <laughs> no, but I, I know that that's been an important part, but I love this, right? Because it's not just classes. You guys have Really, there's a lot of student life types of things that you're connected with. It's always really cool. All right, Joy. Okay, um, I have a lot of highlights, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, for the sake of time, I'll just say um, one one highlight that you know I will not forget is the singing. Mm. The singing that we have. There's just something so different about the singing here with my brothers and sisters. Uh, from other type of singing. I just love the way we sing and worship God. Um, And it's just amazing to hear beautiful voices come together and, you know, exalt and uh, worship our Lord. And it's just a beautiful thing just thinking about it. That's how 
like I feel maybe this is how it's gonna be in heaven one day where we mm-hmm. will be all together and you know worship the Lord. You know something just something that I kind of learned along the way is how God can really change a person, mm-hmm. and I see that in my life and in my brothers and sisters' life because some of them I know how they were before. And compared to now, big difference. And I'm just thankful for that. I love those things. There is nothing like the singing of our HBBC students and our student body. You're right. I don't think there's anything like it on earth. So that's a that's a cool thing. And I see the changes as well. And I know that you guys feel them in the in, on the inside. But to be able to watch the ways that God has done this work from the beginning through the end of this and our dream, our belief is that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, right? That he'll just keep doing this work of changing your lives and making you to be more and more like Jesus. So we're going to be watching that even as you serve. Um, so let's go to that. Tell me uh, tell me what's after graduation. we got a couple weeks. You're going to be graduating. We don't know yet what's happening with COVID. Up till now, all of the islands are still closed, right? You're not able to get back. So maybe just for sake of this question, let's assume that the islands are open and you're able to you know, do whatever. Tell us, um, what do you feel like God has next for you after graduation, assuming that you, know, you can go wherever you need to? All right, Joy, let's start with you again. For me personally, um the first thing that I want to do after graduation is focus on my wedding. You're going to get married, right, Joy? Okay. Yeah, and um, as for me, I thought about going back home. But um, like um, what you said, the COVID um, situation, I don't know how it's been for the flights. And I don't want to just lean on that. Think about um, the flights being opened up and what if it doesn't, then what am I going to do? Where am I going to be? But here, like I said earlier, when I said that um, my dad got to be part of Pastor Mike's church, and uh, I didn't get really connected to them because I had to go to college. But to be honest, if I were to stay here, raising up a family, I want to still be a part of the harvest here, the church family, because this is where I started to feel like I'm part of something because mm. back home I didn't really get get a chance to be part of the church back home because I had to go to college so mm. by the time I came back I had to come here so this is like the first church family that I I have so that's awesome joy yeah I love that well for me my plan after graduation I was praying that I want to stay here on Guam because mostly of my family are here and uh, I was planning that uh, I'm going to start with the Bible study with them and also help out in the church down at Guahan. So just give me any prayer for my plan with my family and also the church at Guahan. Okay, awesome, Tom. My plan is to graduate and hopefully make it to Yap and help Pastor Paul with the school that he's building for a year. And after a year, I'll see if I continue or do something else. But main goal here is to serve the Lord with uh, whatever He has in front of me. And what I see is that my pastor wanted my help. He called me, so there are no accidents. 
Amen. Amen. All right, Stephen. Same as what Richie said, my goal is to graduate and also went back to the island. But since that you asked the question, what if the flight is open for this summer? I just recently talked to my pastor and it is true that my callings have to go back home. Truly is only by himself on the island and they really need someone to just be a, a helper to him. And I also have a burden for those teens back home and I heard like how they're go what they're going through and that's one thing I I also pray that the flight might be open this summer so I can go back and help the teens and also truly for the church amen yeah we'll pray along with you all of you guys for that hey uh, I want to thank you all for being willing to, to come and talk about this a little bit we love you guys dearly we believe in you and we know that God's going to use you as you serve him. Um, we hope that you'll be faithful and faithful to the family, um, you know, accountability that you have here. And uh, that for years and years to come, the influence that Harvest has been on you will continue to bear fruit in your life. Um, I actually, I'd like to pray for you guys right here, and, uh, and then it'll be done. Father, I thank you for each one of these guys. And I pray for Reggie and for Tom for Stephen and for Joy, and the others of their classmates that they represent. Would you protect them? Would you bless them? Would you shine your face on them in order that they would be used of you for the outreach of the gospel? Please keep, keep them faithful to you. And I pray that they would always know both of the love and the care of this student body for them and of our desire to see them to use their gifts and their abilities to serve you. So put your hand of blessing on them as they graduate and as they're sent out into the fields of this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to Harvest Time. At this point in the program, we always want to personally invite you again to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We do have two services, one at 9 a.m. and the other at 11 a.m., we do have COVID safety protocols in place at both. We'd love to see you at either. During the 9 a.m. service, we also have a live stream. You can find that on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org, or at Harvest Baptist Church on Facebook. This week, Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23, the tragedy of misplaced faith. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.